you are tuned in to Life Talk with Chrissy, where we discuss transformative, relatable topics to change your life. Welcome to Life Talk with Chrissy and Pastor Deshaun. Thank you for coming on the show today. Thank you. All right. So let's have the conversation. All right. All right. So we are talking about today, millennials in ministry, but I kind of want to get a background of who is Pastor Key. All right. Well, just to give you a little background on me, I started in ministry about 15 years ago. Okay. And when I started in ministry, I wasn't looking to be in ministry. I was actually, uh, I got in for the wrong reasons. I was going to church to see if I can find somebody. You know how it is <laughs> as a young guy. So I'm trying to find somebody. <laughs> okay. And I get there to this re retreat and I start asking lots of questions. And I was there for all night just asking questions. Okay. And I remember the interest that was peaked for me in, in ministry. And as I start researching and longing for this, my pastor saw something in me and um, I just started pulling on her okay. and, and pulling in ministry. And the more I studied the word, the more on fire I got about it. And it was different from the people I was around because I hadn't found anybody who was searching out like I was at that time. So when you were saying when you went to church, it was you was there for the wrong reasons, wrong reason. but God had another plan and another reason for you being there, you not knowing. If I can go deeper, I remember talking to my mother and my grandmother, Okay. and we had a conversation in her front room, and I was saying, um, I don't believe in God like that. He don't talk to me. Wow. I can't hear him. I tithe, but I don't see any results. So I was kind of angry. Like, I need him to show me him. Okay. Y'all saying he talks to you all, you all see him, I don't. Okay. So I was so adamant that I believe God heard that. And he made himself available to me wow. because I was inquiring and I was sincere yeah. in what I was saying to them. And from okay. that time on, he just started showing himself to me. I was going to say, when you were just talking about how you were saying God don't speak to you, you, need, you pretty much needed to sign. Yep. So what immediately came to my mind was Gideon. Yeah. You know the story of Gideon. And Gideon wanted Gideon. signs yep. to, for him to know that God was with him. Yep. But you thought your sandwich, you needed to, you need to look, look, look. I wanted look. to hear an audible voice. I wanted okay. God to say, uh, Sean, I'm calling you. Sean, okay. this is for you. And he didn't. The way God showed, started showing me him was through things he was doing in my life this that I knew good. it had to be him. This One of the good. first things was I got robbed at gunpoint, a gun to my head. And oh, the wow. guy told me if I said anything or whatever, he was going to kill me. And I was in the back, no way out the back door. The door was locked and the key was in the front. And... I was on in the back with just me and God. Okay. And I knew he saved me that day. And my commitment to him was, I'll live for you to, for the rest of my life. And I have. And it took that experience. Yep. Wow. It took that along with other challenges that I was having in my life at that time. Now, 15 years. Have you been up under the same ministry for 15 years? You know what? I started out, interestingly enough, I started out Baptist at Lebanon Baptist Church. Okay. And then I really got serious when I went into this apostolic church, Rehoboth Apostolic Worship Center. And I won't say Baptist or apostolic is right. what made me there because my my foundation is my foundation. Exactly. But both of them helped me become who I am today because now my church is non-denominational. Right. And it's because I've learned that everybody has something great to bring to the table. That's good. And when you That's segregate um, religions or yeah. uh, different denominations, you're trying to make God into a box based on denominationalism. And he's never been that. And, and one thing I want to also bring out is when you said that the denomination, and now that you're non-denomination, you still bring those foundational beliefs, you still bring those things that you have learned along with you. They are still a part of you, and they come out. Do There's you agree? doctrine. So doctrine doesn't change. Right. So if people teach you about Jesus and Jesus Christ and all of these things, Correct. what I've learned in doctrine doesn't change. 
But what I've learned is segregate churches, like how they baptize or um, yeah. if they speak in tongues and a lot of different things I've learned. Yeah. I've found out some different things that God has been showing me to bring people together. The same way he showed me new things, he can do it for any and everybody. One thing with me being a millennial in ministry, I consider myself a millennial, yeah, okay? You are. Depending on age, but um, I say an individual, being a millennial, I think that they have to be, or we have to be convinced within our own selves. Yeah. So your experience was unique to you. And someone else may need something else to determine if they, you know, or, or if I'm gonna serve God, or you know, I need to hear from God, or this is what I need from God in order for me to do A, B, and C. Yeah. And I feel that my walk in being a millennial in ministry is you have to be convinced in your own mind because I can tell you anything, yep. you know, but if you are not willing to receive what I have to say, vice versa, again, I'm just talking to a dead ear. That's right. We live in a different time. And this time, people, these millennials, you have to show me. Mm -hmm. They don't, you can't just tell them these people, are, they can think for this, themselves. They have all of these social medias and all of the, the web to find out information on their own. Mm -hmm. You're not gonna just bring anybody in by telling them God says so. That's just not gonna work in this time. Absolutely. You have to be able to identify. They have to be able to identify with the God that you preach. If they don't identify with the God that you preach, you're not gonna draw them in. So they have to know them for themselves. Yeah. And if you can't introduce them to God in a way that they can know them for themselves, I don't care how much you preach, preach God or Jesus, mm -hmm. they're not coming. Let's touch on that social media and um, ministry. Yeah, that's serious. That's, yeah, and, I, and the reason I brought it up is because you just said it. And a lot of times people feel like, well, why am I going to go to church? I can get church right here. Right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, why, why would I step foot? And you can touch on it and just, you know, give us your perspective of, you know, and that's how young people think. I've heard it out of their mouth. You know, well, why would I step foot in the church? Because I can get church on TV. I can get church on the radio series XL. I can get church um, from social media. You got prophets or preachers and ministers that go on, mm -hmm. just like the people at the church. Mm -hmm. Talk on that a little bit. I don't. I would not say that that's not true. You can get um, ministry any and everywhere, mm -hmm. but there's a blessing in coming together. The Bible tells us to, not to fail to assemble to ourselves so. together with believers, and there's a reason for that. Think about the scripture that says one of us can put a thousand demons to fight, two right. of us, 10,000. When I'm at home by myself watching something, I know me, I'm a pastor, and I'm still distracted by different things that's going that's on true. in my house. That's true. So if I'm just in the house ministering or doing worship, and my child start hollering, I'm gonna yeah. get up and go see what they're doing, take me out instantly. When I'm in the environment that yes. allows me to be free to worship, yes. where I don't have to be distracted, Absolutely. it's something about the power of the environment that makes things happen differently than being in my front room. That's now, true. God can show up in your bathroom, front yes, room, can. living room, everywhere, but the Bible says, how can they hear without a preacher? And how can he preach except they be sent? Right. So it's important to understand that God established preachers to get the word out. And if, how would he establish and why would he establish preachers if he for church for, to be important. So I know that that's important to God. It's so important. And I was just going to chime in and say that even the more it's more important because you have your support system. That's right. And sometimes in the home, depending on the environment, depending on what's going on, you may not have that support system. That's true. You know, so the support comes in at the church. Yep. Um, you also get um, gifting and you also get, um, what's the word I'm looking for? One thing I would say is affirmation of your calling and Go your ahead. assignment. Go ahead. How would you learn what you're called to do 
if in fact you're never put in place with somebody who pushed you to be better. Correct. Um, I think the, one of the biggest blessings I had was having a pastor who saw something in me before I saw it in myself. So they were able to affirm the calling and the gifts of God on Even your life. Even before I could. That's good. I wasn't seriously ready to affirm that. I was. I knew it was something. It was something else. But it's nothing like having somebody. A mentorship is mentoring somebody through something that they have not been, that they've time. been through already. Mentorship is a man touring you through what they've been through already. That's good. So you can't tour me somewhere that you've never been. So I need mentorship, and we all do, because all somebody do. have to see something in you to show you the same way I've done this, you can. Let me give you some pointers. Now, Absolutely. you may do it differently, but being in ministry and in churches, it allows you to have insight from people who've done what you're trying to do. So having some type of um, coach or mentor or someone or an elder, as they would say in the church, yeah. having someone to wisely counsel you is imperative. Also, if you um, you know the Bible. In the Bible, a lot of the kings that sat in on the throne had wise counselors they to did. counsel them. They did. Right? So that goes to and the And they visited them regularly to get insight to on get different insight. things. Which, I love it. as we're talking about millennials in this segment, I would say it's important to understand that that's what's missing. A it lot is. of young people are trying to do it on their own because there's a lack of mentorship and leadership that they feel confident in yeah. and the integrity of that leadership to actually follow. So because they don't feel like they have people, one, trust them, mm -hmm. two, who are going to give them the platform, they create their own platforms. And now you're creating platforms without good wisdom and knowledge and education to do so. And yeah. now you're learning along the way rather than actually having the opportunity to, you know, um, get somebody to lead you um, in the, pla in the, in the path. Yeah. What I would say too also in the millennials in ministry is this. I think millennials are looking for authenticity. Absolutely. And I say that because sometimes I think that they feel like they have to lose themselves. Listen to what I'm about to say. Mm -hmm. In ministry, they can't be who they really are. So they have to lose who they are, mm -hmm. you know, authentically mm -hmm. who they, you know, their personality or, you know, their giftings and everything like that. But I have experienced that God can come in do a rearranging. That's right. He can um, remove the things that he don't want in your life. That's right. And allow you to remain your authentic self. So that means funny. That means remaining in being creative. That means remaining in um, being funny. Mm -hmm. You know, but when the Bible says come out from among them and be separated, I believe that a lot of times the young people they don't want to stop doing what they're doing. They That's feel right. like they can't have fun. Yep. That's the main thing they say. I can't have fun if I come to God. I can't have fun if I be holy. But uh, my commission as a millennial ministry is to show people that you can be funny, you yep. know, and you know this, you can be funny. Yep. I can, you know, cry, boo-hoo, snot, and still be Christina and yeah. still do what God is calling me to do. And there will be times when people will not like you or will like you, whether That's you true. do what God is calling you to do or not. That's true. Um, to that point, I would say um, some of the traditions that we were told that we should follow back in the mm -hmm. in time yes. are not traditions that the millennials are going to go with. They're not That's why I preach it. with jeans on. Because if you can't That's get to, pe to people with jeans on, if you got to have on a certain type of suit to reach the millennials, you're not going to get to them because them. some of them don't want to wear a suit. Why can't I come as I am? You know, we I, I have a debate and I've had with it many times and, and I'm not condoning drinking, so don't right. get me wrong even before right. I say this. Right. But where in the Bible does it say that people cannot drink? If you can't prove it to millennials different things, they're not gonna go with they that. You better show me it. where it is. And when you can't show me, you're gonna lose me because yep. now you're preaching to something 
preaching something to me that you yourself can identify where it's wrong. So that's man's opinion. It's your opinion. And they don't care about your opinion. They want to know the truth. They want to know the so truth. So share your truth or I'm not really, the truth according to the word, or I'm not interested. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I do see So what I you're think saying. that that's critically important that not only are we reaching them with integrity, but that we're reaching them and we can show factually exactly. why they should do a certain thing or not do a certain thing. So what I want to get to really quick is um, a lot of times we need to model mm -hmm. and we need to show. A lot of times, you know, you have children, I have children. Yes. We can't really tell them what to do. We have to show them what to do. Yes. So share a success story with our listeners on how has being a millennial in ministry benefited you? I would say... Um, the best success story I can give is that I've been able to do uh, ministry and business. And I think what a millennial like that. to see is people who can um, set them, their mind and their sights on things and actually do it. Okay. So part of what I mentor people in seeing is that ministry was something that I believe that God had called me to. And I had to go after it with no guidance whatsoever on how mm. to do so. I had never started a 501c3 before, never in my life. I did it with nobody guiding me as to how exactly. to do so. But you I had hungry. never been tax exempt before. I right. never created a logo. I never created a business name. I never went as an LLC. None of the things that wow. I had to do, I had to do these things on my own with very little support. Right. More than somebody sending me an example of what to do. Exactly. And when you have to go and do it on your own, you can tell somebody, I was diligent in doing this. So that's the part of creating a business without a lot of leadership and insight yeah. Yeah. as to how to do it. It helps millennials to see that when you have a drive in you and God For places sure. something in you, yes. you don't need anybody to back you. You can do it all by yourself. If God before you, who, who can, can be, be against, against you? you? And people are gonna come against dreams. People are gonna come against different things that, that you wanna do in your life. Yeah. But the biggest blessing that I had is I never tried to do anything without God helping me. If God was gonna, if God wasn't in the midst of what I was trying to do, mm -hmm. I wasn't gonna do it. So now, I have gone into uh, doing business with, uh, I work for Comcast as a strategic accounts operation manager while still doing business. Mm -hmm. I'm making money on both ends, but now ministry for me is not about money. It's, it's, it's about going after God's be. assignment. It cannot and, and be. Ministry can't pay me enough to do what I enjoy yeah. to do. This is my passion. Yeah. And I would say to people who are uh, millennials in ministry, if God give you a passion, Follow, Follow after passion. your passion. You're going to have people who are going to tell you you're not fit. Yep. You're going to have people who are going to remind you what you did not do. Mm -hmm. Your educational status. All of the things that yeah. they want to remind you of. But God likes to use people who are underdogs. Remember David. Yeah. He said after Jesse went and they tried to lay hands on all Jesse's sons. He said, he said nah. not any of these. Go get the yeah, one that's the dirty one. and stinky and in the right. field who look like he's too pretty to be the king. Yeah. Let me chime in real quick. Mm -hmm. I was going to say really quick when you were talking about um, just making sure that you follow your dream and your passion. A lot of times, what keeps them, and I'm just gonna chime in and say this, what okay. keeps them from following the passion and the dream is the retaliation. Yeah. It's the backlash. Also, it comes from the spirit of jealousy. <laughs> it really does, because if, if, if someone that they are surrounded around that's not supporting them, backing them, and helping them to reach that level, they're gonna, they're gonna try to pull them back. Yeah. And I, when you were saying, when you were saying about the ministry and passion, 
A lot of times we're also in the generation with the green dollars. That's we're right. in the generation where if, if it ain't if it don't make money, it, it don't make, make sense. sense. That's right. Do you agree? Yes. I'ma tell you this and I and <laughs> I'm gonna put it on this uh, uh podcast against what some may suggest I should do. When I first came into my ministry assignment, um I wasn't supported by my leader in it. Yeah. And it was very hurtful. Um, as a millennial trying to do what God was telling me to do, and now the person who have helped push me here, it seemed like they were at the point where they didn't want to release me to go any Absolutely. further. And it's tough when you it's feel hurtful. somebody who should be supporting you and pushing you yeah. now has taken their hands off because of fear that you're going to go step out on your own mm -hmm. thing. I, if I can ask today why and get a clear answer, I would probably do so, but it's that feeling of maybe jealousy and yeah. envy. And yeah. sometimes you just have to move, move on move and on. keep going. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a yeah. big part of why leaders and millennials struggle. But leaders won't release us because they're afraid of what may come. You may surpass them. You may that's do good. something on a bigger level and the fear of that. And I hope as I grow as a leader yeah. that one of the things I do is push people who are mm -hmm. uh, younger than me yeah. to be better than me. And you're cultivating their gifts and you're nurturing their gifts and you're making sure that they're valuable. And one thing I can say, and you know I'm gonna bring this story up with Eli and Samuel. Yes. Okay, Samuel was under the toolage of Eli. Yep. You know, but he molded him. Yes. To be the prophet. Yes. That he was. Yes. You know, for the many men that came and God had had him over. Yes. And that story came to my mind when you were talking about leadership yep. and making sure that when God has someone under you, yep. it's only for a season. Yep. You know, and they may not, they may be with you for a, a lifetime. But nine times out of 10, if you have a calling and a gift on your life, God only had you there for a season to do, to get something, to be something, or to get, um, a, you know, what he needs you to get in that time. And remember, Samuel had to be molded from a babe he because did. Hannah, his mother, brought him over to Eli as a baby. As a baby. Hophni and Phinehas, who were actually his sons, mm -hmm. were doing corrupt. They were. And God said, I'm going to elevate who you're training, who was... Yes. Instead of your sons, mm -hmm. you know how hard that had to be? That was very but hard. But he did what was right, and we're missing that in this time. So. We are missing that in this time, and we're missing genuine leaders. So what I want to do is I want to see what is on the horizon for your ministry, Out Front for Christ. So we didn't really get to talk about the ministry, but give us a tidbit about your ministry and Absolutely. what God has called you to. Yes. So Out Front for Christ Ministries was birthed off that in particular, out being out front for God and really standing out for Christ with no compromise. And one of the things that I think my ministry has been about is reaching those who have been unchurched, heard in church, or really ready to be on fire for God. I love it. That has been about uh, what our ministries have been about. We've yes. been about outreach. We've really been about touching the youth. We've been about trying to rebuild the integrity of the church through yeah. living um, with integrity. Okay. So one of the things we got coming up is we're going to do um, uh, back to school. That's okay. something that's we're in the plans of doing right now, giving up school supplies and all of the things, doing the outside outdoor event. Okay. We're in Dalton right now, 14801 Lincoln Avenue, okay. and our service times is 2 p.m. So okay. we just try to reach people who've been hurt, maybe unchurched, and people who really trying to build their walk and walking walk their sign. Now, when is the back to school drive? Well, right now we're looking at the beginning of August, but we had two dates set. Okay. Um, we're going to be putting out marketing material very, very soon. soon. We're just confirming the details with the city and, and those who need to be involved. Okay. So as we wrap up our segment today, can you give our listeners a word of encouragement? Yes. 
Um, what I would say to any and everybody who's watching today is that God had a plan over your life before you were created in the womb of your mother and your, your, before your father was even a part of your mother's life. He knew exactly what he had called for you to be. And in saying that, in doing that, he had a plan for you. Like he said to Jeremiah, I knew you before I formed you. So because God has a plan, it's your job to seek him out, to find out what that plan is for your life. And once you get that inkling or that unction that you ought to walk in something, don't let anybody stop you from what you should be. It's better to live in faith than to die in fear. So I would tell okay. anybody, live in faith. If you were to die and you were in faith, it's better than living in fear. It'll take away a lot of your peace, and at least you can accomplish what God has assigned for your life if you go after it and give it a chance. That is really good. I'm gonna have to take that on. Yeah. Okay, and last but not least, definitely, how can our listeners get in touch with you? Um, we can be reached at the church location, 14801 Lincoln Avenue. And your social media? Um, social media, we are on Facebook, Our Front for Christ Ministries. Uh, ministry, um, OFC Ministry. You can find us there. You can follow me, Deshaun Key, um, on Facebook. I do a relevant discussion every Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. And also our service times is 2 p.m. On, on Sunday. So those are all the ways we can be reached. Okay. Well, Pastor Deshaun, thank you so much for coming on our show. Happy to be on the segment. And we will have you back soon. Thank you. listening please follow us on all social media handles at Christina King Rogers also please leave your honest review on today's episode be sure to subscribe to iTunes SoundCloud and Spotify 